All right, my co-sports VIPs, why your goat ain't mine. The five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history is yours today, right now, for free, for free, 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 free. All you have to do is go into ColdSports.com and get your copy. Let me say that again. All right, my co-sports VIPs. Why your goat ain't mine, the five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history, is yours today for free, for free, for free, for what? For free, for what? For free. All you have to do is go on to ColdSports.com and get your copy. So what are you waiting on? Go get it! Unfiltered, uncompromising, hard-hitting, inspirational, Cold Sports presents Conversations. Welcome to Cold Sports Conversations. I am Cole Johnson, your host, and I'm so glad you're able to join us. Do you want your sports mixed in with a little Dirty South flavor? Well, my next guest has that flavor for you, and he is all too willing to talk about it. But he has a bigger mission in mind, sports with the ability to bring people together. Well, I'll let him explain it to you. My next guest is JR the Sportsman. You're going to love him, as do I, because this is our conversation. How are you doing, JR? Oh, first of all, I want to say thank you for having me on your podcast, man. I'm doing great. I hope you're doing great also. I am. I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. Now, tell us a little tell us a little about yourself. I I I I hear you have a little bit of an ATL flavor, and for those who don't know what the ATL stands for, that's for Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> so is is yeah. Atlanta where you were born and reared and now live or Yep. I was born and raised in Atlanta. I grew up in Decatur, Georgia, just just outside of Atlanta. But uh, I've been Atlanta all my life. Diehard sports fan, man. Braves, Falcon, Hawks, all that good stuff, Cole. <laughs> oh, cool, cool, cool. So just tell me a little bit of the flavor of Atlanta. Uh, w- w- uh, what are the things you like about uh, about that city, and how how has that city uh, sports wise? Uh, f- informed how you are as as an analyst well with me cole i'm i always been diehard man i'm gonna give you an example um it was some times where the hawks were struggling real bad even after dominique got traded and i was still for the hawks you know one year we dropped it marvin williams when the hawks could have dropped it chris paul that set our franchise back another really eight plus years um I've always been diehard. You got Atlanta is a great city, but you know, you got a lot of people move here from all walks of life. And I remind people sometimes too that, uh, you know, if you got a problem with our sports teams, why do you, why do y'all just move here even though it's y'all right? But, you know, don't diss our teams. You got a right to love your teams, but 
you got to remember a lot of us are from Atlanta, so we don't take kind for people dissing our team and stuff. It's fine you want to come and live here, but you know don't don't talk bad about our teams, you know, because you got a lot of people to take up for their teams, man. And when you're a diehard fan, Cole, you know you love your team. You go down with the ship no matter what. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and. <laughs> Now I have a whole whole ton of uh, Georgia folks myself. Now, I, not by blood, but by marriage, I have a host a host of people who are in Georgia. Some in Atlanta, so I, I know the vibe. And also, I come from Houston, and the similar thing is with Houston as with Atlanta. There's many people that come from different parts of the country and even parts of the world. And you have you, you have these intense other fan bases that want to not only root for their team, but denigrate the city's team in which they live. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm thinking the same thing as you. I'm like, well, why are you going <laughs> to throw shade on the team in the city you live in? I don't get that. You know, I, I don't get that at all. Right. <laughs> you know, you know, uh, so I, I laugh at that myself. And that, that's, that's really to, interesting. Uh, I tried. I'm sorry, Cole. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was finished. I try to uh, even uh, you got a sports group. I have a sports group, but I tell people all the time, you have a right to root, cheer for any team that you love. But at the same time, I'm big on respect, Cole. I'm big on respect. Uh, my mother and I, we was talking about this the other day, not just because we, we from the South, but to me, man, I believe karma will come your way if you mistreat people, Cole. I really believe that. Now, sometimes you don't have a choice but to get with people when they totally out of line being rude to you. But for the most part, man, I try to set examples as much as I can, Cole, to treat everybody with decency. I don't care rich, poor. I don't care what color. I don't care what background you came from. It don't cost. A good friend of mine always told me it don't cost nothing to treat people the right way, Cole. Mm. You know, so I'm big on respect, man. And sometimes I have a war within my group or Facebook or because me and you, we could be talking about bringing people together. You will have people out there, Cole, believe it or not, resent the fact we talking about bringing the community together or doing something positive for people. And it's amazing, man. You got all kind of people out here that don't want to see no good uh, amongst people. And a lot of people like to see people divided, Cole. I'm not about getting nobody divided, man. And as a world, I feel like we need to come together a little more. That's why in my next two years of my life, Cole, I really want to travel the world more. I never even left the country, man. You know, so I want to I want to open my eyes up to more and experience more. And even me broaden my horizon, man. You never stop learning and growing, Cole. You know, you right never that. stop, man. You are right about that. And so it's inter- interesting that you say that it is, uh, it is, um, your pension to want to bring the world together, uh, and bring people closer together and bring a community closer together. Partly why you have become a sports analyst. Actually, it was part of it. And, but uh, let me tell you something. I'm going to share something personal with you. Go two years ago. Believe it or not, I damaged my back very bad. I fell 20 feet off of a ladder at my former job. 
and I hit the concrete floor, right? So for about a good year, man, I went through a lot with my jobs. They having meeting meetings with me about, uh, well, Rufus, we're going to give you a promotion. You know, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. And I never got my promotions, never got my raises and things like that. But what I did one day, Cole, a good former co-worker of mine, I asked, did she have an extra Bible, right? So I started reading the Bible some, man. I grew up in church, but I don't I didn't go to church like I needed it to. But what I did by me reading the Bible again, it brought me some form of peace. And to be honest with you, I felt like God spoke to me, Cole, to, you know, do better for my not just for myself, but bring more people together. I always had a gift of sports that that was like uh Drinking a glass of water to me. It was nothing new to me, Cole. I've been sports like over 25 years, you know. And I, I can also get into how I became the way I am now with you, Cole. But yeah, a lot of my, uh, a lot of my motivation came later with bringing people together. I always knew the sports part, but I felt like God spoke to me and he wanted me to use my platform, but to bring people together, not just focus on the sports part of me. Hmm. Well, let, let's continue on that vein, because I remember mm -hmm. hearing one uh, and seeing one of your videos mm -hmm. where you actually didn't speak about sports and didn't speak about people per se, but you spoke about giving all the credit to where you have been and where you are now to God in accordance to where you are now. So it's interesting that you said that before now. What does faith yeah, mean to Cole, you and how how important is your faith to you? Uh, to be honest with you, Cole, I just recently found the, the faith in my spirit, man, because for a couple of years, man, I was going through a lot. You know, I was frustrated uh, with a lot of things, man. And, uh, you know, I'm a big believer in God, man, and, and faith now because I think God has a way to speaking of us all. Oh, some people don't like to say that in front of people like, oh, you talking to some. No, I think the spirit of God lives through everybody, Cole. I think what you do with it, are you really going to listen to what he's saying? What you going to do to uh make the world a better place, man, before you leave? Before I leave this earth, Cole. I want to leave a good mark, man, on this earth. That's one of my biggest goals, Cole, to leave a better mark on this earth than when I came in. So all my credit, man, it got to go to him first, Cole, regardless how much fame or how much I come up. I can never I got to give him the credit before anything, Cole. I got to. That's, I just got to always pay my respect because God can humble us at any time. All of us, Cole. You yeah, know, all you're 100% us. right. <laughs> you're 100% right about that. Uh, it, it reminds me of what a friend of mine said to me about that. He said, okay, I want you to really focus on this. I said, okay, focus on what? He said, all right, you know the scripture now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly all that that he could ask or ever think. I was like, yeah. I said, well, that scripture is incomplete because the second part of that is according to the power that dwells within you. So my challenge to you is to come up with the answer of what power dwells within you. 
And I had to get silent on him because I was like, wow, really? <laughs> wow. What power dwells within me? And I'm, I'm with you, man. Uh, I, I have to, you know, I have to be cognizant of having God dwell within me to do what I do. Otherwise, with my show, this stuff just looks pretty and it's just things, it's just trinkets. It doesn't really have the motivation of purpose. And that is what I love about you. Your platform has a purpose behind it more than, well, this is the, the knowledge I have in sports. And you all are just going to be wild by what I have to say. And I love that about you. I love that you have that purpose about you and you have that understanding about you. Well, what I, I try to that. do, too, what I try to do, too, though, Cole, I love when people come to me. I'm going to give you an example. This white guy came to me a month ago and he said, Jr. because of you, you know, I feel like you making me a better person. To me, I get more pleasure out of bringing more inspiration to people just because. You know, like you good in sports, Cole. I'm good in sports. That don't mean everybody can do what we do. However, right. somebody, it's a gift out here for everybody, Cole. Everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, my daddy made clothes, right? My daddy is a tailor. He can make wedding dresses. He can make suits. I like the dress, Cole. So I'm also going to look into possibly being a TV host, too. So right now, I've been gaining my resources and stuff. And I love to speak, Cole. So it's a lot of things, man, that I'm working on. I just haven't shared with the people yet. But, yeah, it's a lot more to me to be desired, man. I'm not going to just settle with what I'm doing now. I'm going to span, too. So, Oh, yeah. Oh, and I'm yeah. also uh, working on a book right now, too, Cole. I just want to share that for you and your members. Uh, I haven't shared that with many people, man, but you have such a, a great spirit, man. I choose wisely who I share that with, Cole, because it's still a work in progress. But I'm actually uh, working on a book, man. I've been working on it for about a good year and a half right now. And uh, that tells some more personal things with my personal life, too. So Wow. Well, hey, <laughs> an exclusive right here. Uh, look, I'm I'm impressed that uh, you all that you have so many things going, and uh, congratulations on you actually working on one to actually expand your platform even more, including a book. Uh, that that is really really telling as to what you think uh, your whole platform is about. I'm happy to hear that. Well, and, thank you, Cole, man. Yeah. And going along the lines of your platform, uh, since you are a diehard Braves, Falcons and Hawks fan, is it hard for you to put down those rooting interests in order to break down other teams and other sports? Or no, I'm going to tell you what helped me, Cole. I had a okay. good friend of mine. I think I mentioned it to you a while ago. Uh, he's actually dead now. He died of a heart attack. He told me from the time I was 11, 12 years old to be a good gambler, you can't bet with your heart. You got to go with who you think will win at the end of the day. The smartest gambler put his emotions to the side. And you got to make that conscious decision at the end of the day who is going to win this game. That's why I became a great sports gambler. I was a street gambler, Cole, from the time I was 11, 12 years old. I was doing bets at 11 and 12 years old. He always taught me how to research 
weaknesses, strengths. Don't never bet with your heart. That'll get you more losses than wins. So it helped me with the way I looked at my local teams too, Cole, in that sense. That even though I love the Falcon Hawks and Braves, I knew it was some down years. And I knew in reality, even this year, the Atlanta Braves not going to be nowhere near the playoffs. They're about two years away. So that kind of helped me early in my childhood, Cole, not to put my emotions into certain things at the end of the day. Is that team better than your team? And I hope I explained that pretty good for you. Yeah, you did. You did. Uh, I, outside of the gambling part, I I sort of subscribe to that too. I mean, I you know I came from H Town, so I love the I love the Rockets, love the Texans, love the Astros, but. I've been able to over time put all of that aside in terms of being such a wholehearted fan and just actually see the teams for what they are, break them down. And even if I can break down a team that I like, <laughs> you know, I can actually be objective mm-hmm. enough to break them down and, and, and not from my fans heart say, well, the Texans are going to win. For example, uh, like last, uh, like in January when the, Texas were playing the Patriots in the uh, divisional round. You know, the fan in me mm-hmm. was saying, "Well, yeah, the Texas got this," but you can hear <laughs> on my show when I when I got to that particular uh, when I got to that particular game. The first thought I said was, "The Patriots <laughs> got this game wrapped." <laughs> you know, so you know, so and and I've learned that man, people like an unbiased person, so. It, it, it has helped, and it's great. It's great that I have a kindred spirit in that. Yeah. So yeah, you explained and, it. You explained it beautifully. And that's what's going. And even when I launch my radio show and my podcast and things like that, cool. I want to be clear with people too, because I don't want to make you know my local teams where I'm feeling biased and stuff like that. And I'm going to always fight with a balance of showing my brewers. Uh, and Eve, I'm gonna give you an example. Matt Ryan had an MVP year, but I would tell mm-hmm. every fan in Atlanta that Matt Ryan still overall is not an elite quarterback. Was he elite quarterback this past season? Yes. Yes. To be elite mm-hmm. quarterback in my book, you got to do it for multiple years, Cole. And some people go overboard in every city about their favorite player. This guy this, this guy that. But in reality, Matt Ryan still have a lot to do. And uh, Coach Dan Quinn to uh, make up for that Super Bowl buckle. I mean, it, it was the worst in NFL history, Cole. And I think Cal Shanahan shouldn't get all that criticism. I put a lot of blame on Dan Quinn also because as the head coach, you instructed to manage your entire team. Tell your coaches right now, this ain't the time to do whatever. We're going to run the ball, run the clock, get in field goal position, and win the game. Be allowed to kick the field goal, Cole. Ball game was over. So I can't blame Kyle Shanahan for everything. The head coach got to take some criticism, too. Did you just climb into my brain? Because, <laughs> because when, when I when I when I talked about the Super Bowl, that's exactly how I said it. You know, I'm I'm thinking to myself, you have a huge lead. All you have to do 
is rely on that running game, which got you to the dance in the first place. And mm-hmm. it helped you actually <laughs> get the get the big league that you got while you were in the dance. So, you know, I, I was scratching my head mightily, man. I was like, okay, how is it that from the middle of the third quarter to end the game, mm-hmm. your team only runs the ball four times? That doesn't make sense to me. And I'm going to yeah. tell you something else, too, Cole. Now, let me show you this, too. When I mentioned a, a minute ago, when I talked about putting your emotions out of things, I think the majority of my sports members were shocked how much I didn't get over mad or mistreat people. You got, if you're going to put out there what you're doing, trying to bring people together, you also got to have a high standards for yourself, too. And I think 90% of them were shocked that I was like, man, I'm giving New England credit. I didn't diss their city. I didn't, because I'm not about that, Cole. I can have fun with you, talk sports with you. If your team beat my team, I'm not going to sit here and make no excuses. Did Atlanta supposed to have the Super Bowl, in my opinion? Yes. But yes. at the end of the day, Tom Brady got his fifth ring. Congratulations to the city. Congratulations to one of the top two coaches of all time. I'm not that way, Cole, and I got to be that way because when you have a platform, I cannot be mistreating fans from other cities, especially when you talk about having a platform, you see? So by me showing examples that, hey, I'm still going to give y'all y'all credit, to me, that helps me and my character, too, at the same time, Cole. That's the way, that's the way I think and click. So... If I can set the example, even after my team lost the biggest game in franchise history of our city, there's no excuse for us not to treat, mistreat each other, man. Win or lose, you still got to treat people as you want to be treated, Cole. Yeah, you know, be great. Yeah, be gracious in winning and gracious in losing. Yeah, that I agree with you 100 percent on that. And, and, and man, you, you know these sports groups, Cole, and man, I have seen people get bullied, belittled, uh, uh, call people the N-word, Cole, and I had, I said, when I built my group from the bottom up, I was not going to have none of that. Cole, I'd rather have 50 people, 50 members, than 500 members that's rude. So I, I set the, I set the environment from the beginning, from the time, most people step in my group, Cole. I let them know what it is. Like the rules at the top of the group. So, you know, yeah, but well, the culture, when I first got on there, Cole, the culture, and a lot of them, man, they just talk to people any kind of way. And I was like, wow. I was like, wow, not me, Cole, not around me. <laughs> I hear that, man. I hear that. Now, why are you talking about your 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 group page that you are the, the leader and the administrator of mm-hmm. uh, tell tell my VIPs what is JR the sportsman fan versus fan group you know what is it what do you provide in it uh, what type of atmosphere do you have in it and I think you've touched on it a little bit we could do it a little more in, in a little more detail now so what is your JR the sportsman fan versus fan group JR the Sportsman fans versus fan sports group. It's it's like this, Cole. Not even talking about the sports part of it first. It's a great environment where different members can come to my group and respect each other from the start. Get to know each members. You know, get to post, get to have fun. 
But I always go back to the respect factor, Cole. It's a place where you can engage, you can network, you can talk sports. As long as you're respectful, uh, you know, you can feel free to talk to me, ask questions. You can post videos. You can post inspiration videos. Uh, you know, you could post sports movies. I wanted to make uh, an environment where every sports fan in the world could feel welcomed. Not just baseball, football, but any sports in the world is welcome in my group. And the number one thing that I don't allow is cussing. The culture for most sports groups, uh, in my opinion, a lot of them, so many of them are trash groups. And I refuse to have a trashy group, Cole. I just, and I want each member in my group to feel proud that they are part of a group where the top person cares about how they getting treated or not getting bullied or not getting disrespected. Because in some groups, Cole, you can be in a larger group where the admins don't even care how people treating you, where the owner of that group don't care how people treating you. Where people basically can do, it's like a loose prison where people can do what they want to do. And I refuse to let anybody in JR the Sportsman fan versus fan sports group to get mistreated. I would never do that long as I'm running it cold. I hear that. And being that I'm a member, and thank you for that invite. I appreciate that. Uh, oh, being no that I'm a member, that being that I'm a member, that it really helped me to to actually know that there's those that are like me in wanting to have a platform where it isn't about downing people. It isn't about talking personal and taking pot shots at, at people that it really is about fully respecting every human being on the page and letting your passion in sports come out, you know, and I'm glad that you had that platform. And know well, that there are people it. and know that there are people like me that are watching and appreciate your platform. So thank you for having it. Oh, no problem, man. But you do the same thing. You do the same thing. Uh, Cole, I go into your group when I can. It's just uh, like we was talking about, uh, you know, when I have more time, man, like I like the fact that I can just stop what I'm doing for a minute and have the time. And I was so honored for you to ask to do an interview on me. And. You know, that made my day when you reached out to me because sometimes, man, I be so busy that I even say, OK, I got to I got to take a little time out because, man, I be reading and reading and reading. I love to read, by the way, man. I love to read and research uh, the history and, uh, you know, just to take out some time, man. I just want to tell you how much I appreciate you, too. So. You know, wow, it's a lot you. of uh, people to give credit to, Cole, man, not just myself. I just care about how people get treated. And because I know how it feels, that's why I reminded a young lady in my group about, hey, you can go wherever you want to go. But when you make the decision to leave my group, that's on you. You know, but when you when some of them find out how other groups are. I have had multiple people come back to me, Cole, saying, well, this per day and cuss me out, JR. You know, they rude in this group. Your group is not like that. Well, to me, I'm going to go where I'm welcome at, Cole. That's like you going to somebody's house where you're not welcome. Why are you in that house if you know you're not welcomed? So I always, 
try to treat people as I want to be treated, Cole. Yeah. And, and that's the honest truth, man. Yeah, I try to subscribe to that same theory, too. You know, I I, I hopefully show people that I want to I, I want to be treated as if I'm a special human being because I want to go out of my way to treat you as a special human being that God created you to be, too. You know, so mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the energy I have. And I'm glad that you have that same that same mindset and energy, too. That that, that really means a lot. It really and does. And I tell people, too. Too cold. When they see my videos, I encourage others. If hey man, uh, if you like to talk sports, hey man, you try to do your video. Just because you see me doing something, don't mean you can do. You can go for other dreams, or hey, you want to be in the medical field, or you want to do this. Just do it to the best of your ability. I still got a lot of room for growth, Cole. I never have all the answers, but I can honestly tell you, I put everything I can in this. Uh, sports stuff that I do man I put all my heart in this stuff and it ain't it ain't just the finished product it's how much you put into something man that's the reward I get out of it it's it's hmm. what you do from the beginning I get more appreciation from creating something over the finished product I hear that man when I was younger I had a poster in my room and the first and last sentence of it said, success is a journey, not a destination. And when I when I look at my stuff, because I think you look at yourself similarly. Mm-hmm. When I when I when I hear like, say, if, like, say this interview, for example, you know, when I hear when I hear it back, I could be proud of the fact that, yeah, I did a great interview with this wonderful person. But I'm thinking along the lines of, man, the, the research that I, that I gather for this guest and the questions that I asked and the, the, the you know, and and how I laid out the how I laid out the, fl- the platform, you know, man, I like this, but it could be better. Or I like this, man, I wanted to be just like this. I'm thinking more along those lines, too, of, man, I, I, I'm loving the totality of the whole thing rather than just the finished product itself. And so that that's cool. a very important that's a very important uh, piece that you just said right there. And I appreciate you saying that. I really do. Well, Cole, man, you know, I was so looking forward to talking to you, man. Even yesterday, <laughs> I, I said I, I just, you know, I want him to get aside of Jr. the sports man and understand where I'm coming from and why I'm am the way I'm am, but. The beauty of meeting people and getting to know them, Cole, is it don't cost nothing for us to open up for everybody. I know some people choose and pick who to do that for. I get that. But to me, man, the greatest one of the greatest things as a human being, we can get to know each other if we just give the next person a little time, Cole. Just sometimes take a little time, ask questions, get to know a person. You don't have to have the instant judgment over a person yet, but just to get to know him a little bit, man. And I, I'm just uh, good at opening up myself, Cole. To be honest with you. Yeah, as we can attest right now, uh, you you have really you've really given us some nuggets already, and I, I'm appreciating this myself. I really am. Uh, shifting gears a bit. Um, let me see if I can ask this question here. Uh, the sports analysts that you see out there now, 
Mm-hmm. Who are the ones you admire the most? And also give me the ones that you least admire too. I'm really a big fan of Shannon Sharp. I, I'm really a big fan of him. The way he talked with a great deal of passion. Uh, he's very intelligent. I like Stephen A too. Now there's two sides mm-hmm. of Stephen A. Now mm-hmm. at times Stephen A can be the greatest sports guy out there. But it's also times out there where you can't tell him nothing. <laughs> you know, with the ego <laughs> and, yes. and the fame and and all that good stuff. But overall, I would like to meet Stephen A one day. I, I think he's an outstanding person. Um uh, but I would like for him to sometimes give other people credit. I feel at times he kind of go a little higher on that mountain than others. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's nothing wrong. I see the confidence because I feel confident too, Cole. But I also never want to get to the point, Cole, where I, I don't think I'm too big not to hear an opinion or if somebody make a suggestion to me to do something better that'll help me with my craft. I never want to lose sight of uh, thinking I'm just better Thinking I'm just, uh, you can't tell me nothing. I never want to get to that point in my life, Cole. But Shannon Sharp would be number one. Uh, Stephen A is kind of like, I like him and I don't like him sometimes. But <laughs> overall, I like him. I like him, man. But, you know, I try not, uh, try hard to find something good in everybody. I hate using the word hate. I remind people that's one of the uh, nastiest words you can bring up in any form. I told one of my uh, group members that a while ago, you know, uh, don't use words like hate and things like that. So for the most part, man, it's good in everybody, Cole. Yeah, you know, I, it's agree. Good in I agree with that. I agree with that. I, I do. So is there one that you least admire or one that you, 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 you hear and say, you know, I see where you're going with this with different points, but man, if you had this, it would be better. Well, Anybody I think, out there? Uh, I think, for example, uh, even on Fox, Bob Costas, the other analysts on Fox, Troy Aitman, I notice when they call certain games with certain cities, they show a lot of bias. Even hmm. Even in the Super Bowl, when New England made they great plays, I can hear the announcers talk with a great deal of passion. But when Julio and others made spectacular plays, you didn't feel the same vibe of emotion. Oh, Falcons got another first down. So a lot of times on them big major networks, they're going to have biased announcers. You know, some people love the Cowboys. Cowboys got fans all over the world. But I just wish we have a better balance overall with the unbiased announcers, Cole. I and it's really funny do. You, it's funny you say that because I I, <laughs> I, I did an interview uh, with uh, one of one of my uh, one of my partners before you, and we talked about the exact same thing. And yeah, the the, the bias that you hear it, it it's. For a fan, it's off-putting, but I believe for people like us, it's extremely off-putting because here we are, we're trying to not be biased in our own platforms, but we're hearing mm-hmm. these people on a big stage 
showing their bias <laughs> on this platform <laughs> where you don't supposed to have it. So yeah, I totally get that. I totally get that. So yeah, so even uh, with what most of us knowing Cole, and we always gonna have a, a war with that. Now with me, I was still have a lot of respect if somebody come to me or pull me to the side and say, you know, I feel like, you know, are you being biased? Because, you know, we always going to have a question if we're doing radio, broadcasting, TV, things like that. But I'm going to do everything in my spirit not to make people feel that way. And like I said, the greatest example was after the Super Bowl where I still treated people the same way, Cole. I didn't have a meltdown. That's what I was telling them. They was some of them people was waiting for Jr. to have a, a meltdown, <laughs> and I told them I wasn't giving it to them. Then they breathed a little bit cold. They was like, oh, you know what? Jr. still treated us the same way. Of course, I'm gonna treat y'all the same way because none of y'all mistreated me. <laughs> right. right, right. So overall, I would say the dislike some of the broadcasters just are the great deal of bias. That a lot of them have no particular names like that, Cole. But some of them out there, I don't really like them doing that. You know, so mm-hmm. it's yeah. a lot of biased people out here, Cole. It's, it's yeah, a lot, are. man. Networks too. Yeah, yeah, there are, there are. But what get me about that too? One last thing on that, Cole. They mm-hmm. handpick, they handpick some of these broadcasters to cause certain games too. I wish they have, I wish they give other people an opportunity instead of the same groups calling the games or mix the teams up and let them call together instead of having the same two group of guys calling, working together all the time. I wish they would do more mixing and matching with each other, seeing how they can do with each other personality. I think that would be more interesting if uh, the Fox Networks, the CBSs did more things like that, putting diverse groups together, letting them call games. I think that would be real interesting if you ask me, Cole. Hmm. Yeah, that, that would be interesting. And it's funny that you talk about this because it leads directly into my next question, which is uh, where do you see yourself in the future of of the sports analyst game? How, how do you see your position going forward in in this big vast world I, well, I, what, I, think with, yeah. I think with me too Cole and I want to mention this to you too uh, I got a sports show that I'm going to look to lunch before the year outs too it's going to be a show where I'm going to have rappers, singers, entertainers uh, dancers uh, I'm putting a JR the Sportsman sports show together too outside of my radio show and uh, with me, I'm trying. My goal is to take this sports world to another level. Meaning, I'm gonna do it in a way to bring more people together. Nobody around me is gonna be judged. I don't care what you went through in your past. Everybody's gonna have a a welcome seat around me. Because at the end of the day, we we all are human beings. Cause everybody make mistakes. Some people don't get second chances. You know, I grew up with some guys, Cole, that went to prison and got shot up. I grew up with a guy in my neighborhood who killed two police down here in Georgia, maybe about about 10 years ago now. They gave him life without parole. Me and him grew up as childhood friends. I'm so thankful also to my parents. Never been to jail in my life, Cole. 
but some people around me, even before I left high school, some people that I grew up with either dead now or going to prison for life. So my goal with myself for the next three to five years, I want to, uh, I just, I want to do a great sports show. That's, that's going to be my number one baby code, not even my radio show, but the JR the Sportsman sports show. It's going to be a show that's never been seen before, you know, on TV. I'm, I'm going to do it in a way that nobody ever seen it coming. I don't like the same thing as everybody else. You only got one Stephen A. Cole. I want to look at my brand, JR the Sportsman, as one only one only JR. So I never try to copy somebody's blueprint. Can we take and learn from each other? Uh, sure we can. We all can. But at the end of the day, you want the rewards of having your own creation, your own way of showing others, hey, look what I created. But I'm also involving others with my platform. So my number one goal, Cole, is to one day work on ESPN. So even if ESPN never don't call me or not, I'm going to do things my way until somebody say they bring me in a room and say, JR, this is what we want to offer you. Uh, we would like for you to talk about this and that. But until then, independently, Cole, I'm going to do what I feel in my heart, what is right. Until somebody bring pen and paper to me and say, this is what we'll offer you. But until then, <laughs> I'm going to do things my way, man. I but yeah, that. my ultimate goal is to work for ESPN, Cole, if I ever get the opportunity. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, it looks like that avenue is starting to open up a little more considering the landscape of ESPN now. Uh, seeing the, the rise of Bomani Jones and Jamel Hill and Michael Smith. And, and let me Dan give a Lepitar. quick shout out, Cole, if you don't mind, sir. Go ahead. Let me give a quick shout out to the Kevin Sutton show down in Orlando. Uh, I also got some ESPN group members in my sports group. Kevin Sutton and his team, they gave me a good interview. Uh, I believe a couple weeks ago now, Cole. But uh, just for people like that watching me too, man, it gave me some more motivation to do better and better, Cole. So the fact that Kevin Sutton and his team are already kind of in an environment where I want to be, that made me feel good that uh, some of them starting to acknowledge my work too. But I want to give a shout out to Kevin Sutton and his whole entire staff too, man. All right, if we can add, we can add Kevin Sutton and and then Carrie Champions. Yeah, that the, it seemingly the platform is starting to open up a little more towards diversity, especially on that network. So we might be seeing Jared the Sportsman on ESPN real soon. Uh, I hope we do actually, because we need to have more like that, you. Cole. All right, now I appreciate that. Oh, no problem, man. All right, so who serves? inspiration to do all of this besides God we already know, we already know God's number one but besides him who serves mm-hmm. your, who serves the inspiration to do what JR the sportsman does I think my number one inspiration is my oldest sister my oldest sister Nikki and my mother they're the two people that I'm most close to and when I was going through a lot at my former job, you know, one day my sister was like, you know what, little brother, I think you need to start writing your book. 
So my sister actually challenged me to write a book. My sister challenged me. She said, with all the sports stuff, you know, you know, you need to uh, start using your sports knowledge again to bring you back peace, you know, to get some of your stress down. I checked that off, too. So my sister would been like my biggest influence of a challenge me to do better for myself, Cole. Because with this sports stuff, what it's doing for me, that's like my medicine. If I'm not feeling good with something, I go right. Uh, matter of fact, I'm working on a motivational video now as we speak. That might be my next video coming out. So I find myself uh, doing things all the time to make myself happy where I don't have to think about bad thoughts. So I spend a lot of my time with my sports in a sense, not just watching the games, but doing what I love to do most is uh, having so much fun talking sports, Cole. It takes me from uh, takes me away from negativity. It takes me away from stress. It takes me away from uh, what people think about me. And I find myself in my own world, Cole, with that sports. It's like when I do my sports and my videos and I drop it, Cole, it's like everything i don't know if you ever seen devil advocate when it seems like the world stopped <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah so i have seen that movie it kind of at the end with keanu reeves when uh it like the world just stopped so when i talk sports and when i go on tv code it's like i'm the nothing else matters like i'm in that zone i don't care what people say i'm gonna do what i do code mm. so at times man when i get to talking sports and stuff like that it's like sometimes I be in my own world, basically, re re uh, not caring what people think, just doing what I feel what is right. Mm. You know, so it's a lot to me, Cole, and I try when I get to talking, man, I love to talk. But to me, expressing yourself, some people can do it, some people can't. But I just I feel like I got a gift when it comes to expressing myself very yeah. well, Cole. Mm. because we mm. all don't express the same way my way don't make it right but that's just the way I express myself but others express themselves other ways but for me I use sports in a lot of different ways not just having fun with it but it just takes me mm. away from sometimes the grind of the day code mm. wow mm. That it's, it's funny you mentioned that about your sister. My wife made a similar challenge to me, and that's how my podcast got started. So <laughs> I, I know how that is. <laughs> I fully know how that is. <laughs> Cole, we got a lot of things similar, man. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I've told the story. I'll, I'll tell a really brief. Uh, <laughs> my wife, who actually is in communications, uh, she was doing a show at the time, and she said, I got this two-minute slot for you. You could talk about sports. You know all about it. You got a great voice. And I really believe you need to put this in 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 this show that I'm that I'm producing and go. I'm like, <laughs> what? A, 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 no topic. Uh, you know, you don't want you don't want me to get you don't want me to get specific. You don't want me to. Like, I, I trust what I trust what you do. And yeah. Oh, yeah. One more thing. You got 30 minutes to do it. OK. <laughs> <laughs> so you like, do got a great you do got a great voice, man. I You do. You do got Thanks. a great voice, man. You do. Thanks. 
So, so yeah. Fast forward five years later, and here it is. So, I, wow, I totally you, get. You kept at it. You kept at it. Yeah, I kept at it. Yeah, yeah. So I totally get how how family can inspire you, even when you don't think it yourself. That wow, yeah, I do have this gift. Yeah, I do have this knowledge. Yeah, I can put this to good use, and yeah, it can put me in a place of of peace and harmony. I should do this exactly. more often. Okay, makes sense. Exactly. So, so exactly. it's good that you have it's good that you have your sister who, who who gave you that gave you that understanding and now seemingly is your biggest cheerleader. It's great. Yes. It's great. I love it. Now we were talking. So, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Cole. Go ahead. Sorry about that. I was gonna say that we were talking uh, earlier, and you mm-hmm. you said that you had a wonderful uh, experience recently with your father. Uh, could you go into detail about that? Yeah, about a good week ago. My daddy needed to go back uh, down to his hometown to go pick up his uh, birth certificate from his original courthouse. And my daddy asked me a couple times. He was like, uh, you know, I'm going down. I got to go pick my documents up at the courthouse. You know, you want to think about riding with me to my hometown. You can see, you know, where I came from. Basically, growing up, Cole, my daddy never really talked about his past of how he grew up. He didn't, he rarely talked about things like that. Uh, while I can express myself, my daddy is the opposite of me. My daddy don't show a lot of emotions. So he asked me one more time. And actually, I'm going to tell you something real too. Actually, I, I had an appointment for a potential job. And one reason I turned that job down, because at the time right now, I didn't want no second shift. And then my dad asked me one more time to take a ride with him uh, down to the country where he's from. My dad is from Woodland, Georgia, by the way. That's like going towards South Georgia, probably about an hour out of Atlanta, basically. So I decided to take the ride with my father. And this was like the best time in my whole life with my father. Right. So we rolled down, got to the country and as well, even before we got to the courthouse, my daddy slowed down more in his truck was saying, hey, let me show you this building. Let me tell you about this jail. This jail right here uh, had a lot of history. This courthouse right here, it was known for selling slaves. You know, it was a lot. It was more also about a lot of the buildings, too, and the people. And he was just telling me, you know. When his mother went through growing up, Cole, my grandmother was making like $4 a week sometimes, $3 a week sometimes with like eight, nine children, Cole. My daddy said, you know, to survive, she had to sell bootleg, liquor, wine, uh, basically uh, make, uh, basically keep white people homes clean and cook for them for a living. Basically, but my grandmother was an amazing woman Cole because she didn't have a help of a man and things like that and I was proud of my father the way he expressed himself you know very proud of him Cole and we also went past this plantation on our way to my father's hometown Uh, it had a big white sign out of it with it was like a uh, airport, a little mini airport now, but the, ho- the home said uh, 1829 plantation home. 
we know that was a slave household. It was a store. They kept it up. And I so I told my dad, I said, wow, look at that slave land over there. And it was just amazing, man, seeing some of these plantation homes or slave land because for each person that was a slave, man, I, I just got a lot of respect for those people and what they went through. I cannot imagine what those people went through, Cole. So on our way to my dad's hometown, we would see historic buildings and stuff. My daddy actually showed me his childhood school along with my mother. That Our school is still up. Uh, it's actually a, a brick school. And I said, look at this. I actually went to the school, elementary school, where my parents went to school in this little uh, neighborhood brick home school. I just thought that was so amazing of him taking me to his original home. It's not, uh, they knocked his original home down, Cole. Another house is up now. But he showed me the area of where he grew up and where he stayed. He also showed me a former neighbor that got killed, Cole. What happened, uh, he was a black guy. He told me the story goes like this. He was involved with a white woman at the time that was married. Okay, they got caught. I think the guy at the time was probably about 10 years older than my father. And they basically hunted him down and killed him and got away with it. I think this happened like back in the 60s where they, you know, they hunted the black man down and killed him. But he showed me the area where, you know, he showed me the house in the area where that guy he knew stayed. He also uh, showed me the former church of his mother. And how when he was two, three years old, my grandmother would go to everybody's funerals, whether she knew him or not. He was always in revivals. He was always at church. You know, all this thing, I took notepad. I, it's like I took notes in my head, Cole, because I put it in my book, too. You know, so I'm thankful for a great memory, too. But the way my dad expressed himself that day, man, I'd never been more proud in 37 years to take that ride with my father. I don't think for the rest of my life, I never have a more enjoyable moment than riding them two, three hours with my dad. It's amazing what two, three hours can do to you for a lifetime, Cole. Mm. But I was just proud of the way he expressed himself, man. And you know, the history, the roots of your, your family, Cole, that stuff is a great deal of importance to me, especially as you get older. And I think the fact that my dad is about to turn 66, each year, the last three, four years, my daddy getting a little more humbler. I think the fact that he's in his starting to get in his golden years now, he's starting to open up better for me because growing up, we, we, we didn't have that connection. Now, I carry the same name as my father. He's the senior and I'm the junior. That's where JR come from for your viewers that's going to listen and that's listening now. That's why I got the nickname JR from because I was a junior. And the fact that I'm doing what I'm doing now, Cole, it, it serves me great to open up to people to get to know me better. That way they cannot say, you know, JR didn't share other things with us other than his sports world. This is one of the closest things I can ever tell the public about me, you know. So that day going to the country with my father, 
you know, I'll never forget that in all my time living, Cole. Mm. Wow. And, and shout out to my uh, Southern Georgia family. Uh, great area, great people. And and the story that you just told, uh, yeah, I could tell that, that that's a rich man. And when I mean by rich, I mean just internally rich. And it's great that uh, it's great you shared that story. It really is. And we got well, one minute to go. You. I appreciate that, Cole. Oh, no problem. Yeah, I got one minute. Uh, any last words, any parting shots or, or words of wisdom you have for my MV, uh, for my VIPs? Any that you have? I just want to tell everybody, first of all, again, to you, Cole, I want to give you a shout out and a big thank you, man, and a big appreciation for you just taking out your time to want to interview me. I cannot tell you how much how, how much I'm thankful for the opportunity to come on your show. And for all your people that's listening, whatever wrongs you got with your family, man, try to make them right. Because each day, nothing is guaranteed to us. If you got a goal, go after it. If you want to be positive, be around positive people. Be around people that's trying to have something out of life. Don't waste your time around people that's not trying to do positive things. You know, just fight. And believe in your abilities. If you want to fix on cars, try to do the best, do it the best of your abilities. If you want to be a singer, apply yourself. Do your research on what it takes to uh, do great in singing. Whatever you enjoy for doing yourself, find ways to make yourself happy before you can find ways to make other people happy. And there you have it. J.R. The Sportsman. Look, man, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much for taking out your time to be with my VIPs and with me. I, I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate y'all and I appreciate all your people, Cole. Uh, shout out to your wife also. Tell I said thank you also. Uh, and shout out to all your shout out to your sports group also, Cole. And shout out to all your people. They got a wonderful leader around them. Cole is a great guy. He treats people as people want to be treated with respect. And you got an outstanding voice too, Cole. So I might see you on CBS somewhere too. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. You're welcome. That was JR the Sportsman on Cold Sports Conversations. Very humble guy, very down-to-earth guy. Loved him from the moment I met him. And we here wish him nothing but success. Not only in his platform, but in his overall overarching message of bringing people together. And of course, Cold Sports will join in in bringing people together along with him. Thank you, JR. We appreciate you. If you happen to like this episode or any episode you've heard thus far, regular, special, or interview, why don't you come follow me on Twitter at Cole underscore sports. That's sports with a Z. You can also come follow me on Facebook, Cole Sports. Again, sports with a Z. Make your presence felt. Make your voice heard. Come on down to the Cole Sports VIP room. It's on Facebook. Again, it's Cole Sports. Again, sports with a Z. To my Canadian friends, I got you sports with a Z. You can also follow me on all social media platforms that you can get your hands on. Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, YouTube, 
Pinterest, Instagram, Acast. Like, share, rate, review, subscribe. Please do that. Raise the profile of this platform because you want it to be raised. More importantly, follow me on ColdSports.com. That's ColdSports.com. That is ColdSports with a Z. Most importantly, though, no matter what you hear from this brand, I want you to enjoy the content. For the Intelligent Sportsman, I am Cole Johnson, bringing you sports on another level. And this is another Cole Sports Conversations presentation. And always remember to keep the conversation going. You've been listening to Cole Sports with Cole Johnson.